Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. Today we are going to discuss Babel. Babel. I think Babel. I said I... Babel. Is Isn't it Babel? The Tower of Babel? Oh, it's Babel. Thank in you, the, Sarah. In the, in the audiobook, they say Babel. I think it's. Do they really? Yeah, that's what I thought. Versus American thing. Yeah. Oh, that is true. Okay, so. We can say Babel. Babel. I'm good with it because I like Babel better. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What did I say that has got you You so confused? You said we can say Babel. Because I like people better. <laughs> Hence my what, what? I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Okay. I won't talk so, this book. I'll sit here quietly and listen to you two talk. Oh Lord, this is gonna be short then. <laughs> okay. No, because I haven't even gotten to the introduction. All right. <laughs> so today we are discussing Babel, also known as or the necessity of violence in arcane history. Babel is by R.F. Kuang and was published in 2022 by Harper Voyager. It won the Blackwell's Book of the Year for fiction. R.F. Kuang is a Chinese-American fantasy writer who was born in China. She has her Bachelor's of Arts in History from Georgetown University, her Master's of Philosophy in Chinese Studies from the University of Cambridge, her master's of science in contemporary Chinese studies from Oxford University and is currently attending Yale University to get her PhD in East Asian languages and literatures. We are currently also discussing her Poppy War trilogies for our trilogy war, and she will soon have the book Yellow Face being published, which, spoiler alert, I have a digital arc for and I am super excited to read. <laughs> so... The plot for this book is in an alternative history of 1830s England, a young orphan is taken from Canton and brought to England to become one of the prestigious students in the Babel Tower of Ox- at Oxford University. But education brings enlightenment, and Robin Swift discovers the truth behind how Babel functions and what it means for foreigners like him, Rami, and Victoire, Victoria, Victoire, Victoire. Their friendship is rounded out with English native but female Letty, and each of them faces heart-wrenching truths as they rebel. So, Sarah, what did you think of this book? Um, I thought it was well written. Uh, I would not call it enjoyable. Um, like, it's interesting to read, but I will never read this book again. Um, I didn't even want to finish. Like, I got to 390 and I was like, can I just be done? I already know how this is going to end. I did end up finishing it, but. Um, I'm sorry, yeah. but wait, you gave it on I gave Goodreads. It four stars. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm shocked because that I didn't, didn't want to finish it. it. But let me be clear. When I say I didn't enjoy it, I was mostly like neutral about it. This wasn't like okay. hate reading, like you've made me do with the friggin' like the you ninth do soon? series. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I'm moving from that to that. When are we doing that one? Are we doing that uh, one this week? Uh, next Monday, yeah, is when we're recording that. Have you even requested it? No, I, yes, 
Like I told okay. you in one of the other ones, I requested it already had a request. I was hoping it wouldn't come in. And then it came in immediately anyway. And so I picked it up. I've got it. Yeah, Ugh. that's that's the yeah. So that's unbearable. This totally bearable. Like I was reading it just fine up until it got close to the end. And then I was just like, I'm kind of over this. Um, and it really, <laughs> it's really made me not excited about the burning god um i don't really see that one going any differently than what we saw here so oh man yeah so you're you're excited for me to read yellow face and demand that we then discuss it for the podcast so excited (laughs) more excited though than if you were like let's read electo the ninth because if you do that i will jump out my window you don't know that what story will be he hasn't started Nona yet. What story? Story. What story of your house are you on? Uh, oh, the <laughs> second. The second. If I jumped out of my window, if I went to my brother's okay. across the way, it would be three stories up on Ashbone. So, like, mm, I'm not where there's that. a will, there's a way. <laughs> I, it, okay, it, it's. It's not suicide level. That that's only injury okay. level. It's okay, at least comatose we're, we're coming level. back to Babel. We're coming back to Babel. Bring it back to Babel. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get so easily distracted by that other series. I know, but we're not. I think I Kim. Think it's actual Kim. Love. Kim. I think it is. Kim. 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 What did you think of Babel? I really liked it. Okay. This was my birthday pick. It was. It's not my birthday yet. But. No, but we read it early. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. And you've been, been wanting to read this for like months. I have. As soon as you heard about it. I have. So was Correct. it everything you thought it was going to be? your version of it. I want I want that copy. No. Uh, no. 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 It's going to happen. I will notice it's hide. I will hide. so many books in your room. I will notice it's gone. For anyone wondering, I have the gorgeous fairy loot edition where the Babel Tower is stenciled on the edges of the papers and it has gorgeous gorgeous end papers as well with all of the characters stunning cover dust jacket with like gold foiling um that's what you need that to is, give me for my birthday that is i gave you krampus socks <laughs> i'd rather have Havel. <laughs> no, I love my Krampus socks, but no, no, no. That book, like, I am pretty sure. Let's see here. What are you seeing? We're supposed to be talking about the book. Don't look up something online. I am looking something up online. She's probably looking something up about that edition. Yeah, I I'm am. Sure she is. People are easily selling that edition for nearly two hundred dollars. So yeah, you're not. I You're not getting that. my. <laughs> no, it's like you've never even given birth to her before. I know. Ungrateful. <laughs> Ungrateful. I'm I not going to a list of reasons why she should give it to me. No, but I'm not going to. I'll be nice. No, no, I really like if... the book. It's it's yeah. really good. I um, I liked the depth. I did listen to it. It was easier to listen to. Um than it was to read. I will say that. Um, I would have been irritated with all of the, I don't know how the annotations were. Um, but in just at the bottom uh, of the page, like a proper annotation, version, you had to go to go to the back. And uh, whereas when you listen to it, all of a sudden it would switch to this other voice. And, and, 
and they would read whatever whatever that, that oh see in the in the physical copy it's down at the bottom like a proper annotation it? okay. it's just down at the bottom okay. of the page With you didn't have to flip it work and can yeah and symbol yes can i say that the asterisk my god my brain did not read it like oh i, I never because, saw it yeah because she uses only single quotations for tech like speaking but then she puts the asterisk asterisk after it so it just looks like a double quotation so I would get that to the annotation be the and I would be like, thing. That would be the, the publisher's thing. That's how the book. Okay, the publisher. Together, so. yeah. But I'd be like, where yeah. the fuck was this? And then I would have to go through like the whole page mm-hmm. to look for the stupid little asterisk. And sometimes I still haven't found it for some of them. I was just like, I'll read the annotation. I'll figure it out. <laughs> for me, because I was reading it physically and listening to it. And so I'd be listening to it, listening to it as I'm reading it. <laughs> and then I would see an asterisk occasionally. And I'd wait a beat and they wouldn't read it. And then they'd get to the end of the sentence and then they'd read it and I would throw me off. Other times I'm reading it, reading it, reading it. I don't see it. I get to the end of the sentence and it would switch from a male to female voice for the annotations. The annotations were in a female voice. And then the female voice would kick in and I'd be like, oh, down here. Yeah. Yeah. The very first time it was like, who the fuck is that? But yeah, it was then it was hilarious because. There were then the Chinese words mm-hmm. and the male narrator would say the words. And I don't think he was saying them quite right because then instantly, like it wouldn't wait to the end of the sentence. It would instantly cut into the female narrator saying it in Chinese. It's written that way in the book. No, it's an annotation down at the bottom, but they wouldn't get to the end of the sentence. That's what I'm saying is they didn't wait till the end of the sentence right. to get to it. He would read it and then it would cut to the annotation where she would read it and then it would cut back to him. There were some weird things in this um, audio version of the book because you could tell that they dubbed things in. Because yeah. the, the, the sound of the room, the sound of the room would would change and so it's oh, like yeah. wait a minute they're in a different location it would just be like this random sentence they, they probably said something yeah. wrong and they would make them re-say it and then they would cut yeah. it in yeah and, but it but wasn't yeah. it wasn't recorded in the same location because the sound in the mm-hmm. room wasn't the same um yeah. it, that was a little weird so it's not the greatest ebook or uh audiobook that i've ever listened to um i did like having all of the annotations read out yeah. Um, the one that went to the news article, that one took me, that was like really long. And I was just like, okay, I'm done with this. Um, <laughs> I don't want to listen to this woman reading this news article to me. Um, but no, overall, the book, I really liked it. I thought it was Same. an interesting story. I I like her, um, the writers, I'm assuming she, her. Um, yeah. I like I you clarifying um uh, i like her alternate universes she i i I like the same thing with the poppy wars where she's looking at what um what happened historically yeah my brain just tripped to iron widow so i'm i'm wrong one not her i know i know i know (laughs) i know that's why i tripped um but i like that i like this 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 chinese history and and telling it a different way and and maybe um I, I there was a line in there somewhere about changing changing history um yeah you know, are they're on the precipice are they going to get away with it are they going to manage to do it um yeah I, I don't think they're going to because yeah well, and i the end. 
I like, at least with this book, I like the fact that there was a sense that history was different and yet we were still heading towards the same problems. Like Queen Victoria was still potentially going to be Queen Victoria. There was still the, the empire and the need for the empire, the British empire to fall. But the sense that this, this, this wasn't the key moment that truly made it fall. It was just a domino in this situation. Um, and that recognition that there isn't really like we get to the end of the book and that's kind of it is there's really not a grandiose thing that you do that truly changes history. We like to put that into our history books, but in the immediate moment, it doesn't have that same weight that we apply to it after the fact. I don't know. Bringing down the tower was pretty grandiose. Yeah, but part of it was there was a point where Robin was talking to one of the other students and he was writing down the account. And the student says, yeah. if we don't if we don't write this down, it doesn't matter. And it's true because we get that Victoire at the end takes the book with her. She hands it over. And that's how we know this entire account. This entire account is a history book. And so they could have covered up Babel falling because no one was realizing like the people were suffering in their situation but it wasn't like everyone was like oh it's because of the, the students in Babel it was just that was another thing that was happening a bunch a series of th different catastrophes um, and the, the thing it makes me think of is is we talk about in World War 50% chance <laughs> I know uh, when the one guy is assassinated, Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, thank you. And we are taught that that's the moment when World War One starts. But is it really, or is that just simply what we've stated? And is that the case here too? Is Babel truly the moment that's starting to change this empire, or is it just the event that they're assigning it to because it's the best moment to say, "Ha ha, that did it." Well, I mean, it severely crippled the English power, so it, it would suggest that that is, in fact, a, a pretty heavy consequence. <laughs> okay, so Sarah does not agree with me on this. <laughs> so my takeaway from it, interestingly, is not so much that there's this grand death, and, and, I, and I understand it's not a death, the, the, yeah. the English Empire is going on, but the fact that you can push against, and you can push against, and you can push against... But things are just going to just keep going on. And, and you you have to choose as an individual what your stance is going to be. Are you going to are you going to be part of the system or are you going to step away and fight back, you know, and, and not be part of the system? I come at this from a, a perspective of I'm a federal employee um, and there was couple of moments in the recent past that I'm not going to get specific about where me and my husband, as both of us being federal employees, had the discussion of whether we were going to quit our jobs or not um, because we weren't going to support possible outcomes. Yeah. 
Um, and so we'll just leave it at that. But to be in that situation where you're you're deciding, am I going to stay in that comfort? Am I going to stay in that that? Sarah, are um, you playing a game? No, yes, she of course is. Not. She doesn't care about. I've seen her phone three times now. Yes, she's definitely playing uh, a game. Yeah, but anyway, just hold you it know. Lower. <laughs> No, you keep moving and then you fling it up in the air. Yeah, um, and, and your eyes are down, yeah. not up at us. <laughs> I'm listening. But anyway, it, you know, do you stay in the cushy job or do you do you rebel against what you don't believe in? Yeah. Um. Interesting. So we each had a slightly different interpretation of this, which is kind of cool. Okay, so what did you guys think of Robin? Didn't like him. <laughs> I mean, I liked him well enough at the beginning he was a pretty plain character and then i stopped liking him as the story got close to the ending okay okay uh kim i found him wishy-washy um but i i recognized why um okay he he you know, they talked a lot about when they took the kids and, and yeah. doing experiments of what, when was the right moment. And unfortunately for him, young enough that he was able to transfer his his parental adoration to Dick Lavelle. I can't remember his name. Um, Lavelle. Lavelle, <laughs> whatever. Dick Wad. Um Whereas his brother, you know, he was older or no younger. Griffin older. was older, oh, like five years. Griffin was older. Okay. Um, no, well, he was his older brother. He was taken younger. Yeah, taken younger is what I was. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. Um, oh. So you know, it's it, it, just talking about these times when they took him, and then Victoire. How do you say Victoire? Victoire. Victoire. I can't say it properly. Yeah. Um, I have no French in my tongue. Um, <laughs> She was much older. Yeah. And had a very different take on everything. And I well, and actually liked those different perspectives on it all. Well, and then there is um, also uh, Rami. They all had very different upbringings. And I think with Robin, he comes off as wishy-washy because out of all of them, he had the less... He was aware that he was of two different nationalities. Um but he didn't get to have that i'm going to say by representation because i can't think of the word i'm using but it's not by representation um dual representation of both of those countries he he had the canton upbringing kind of shoved away and he was constantly told about and recognized more as a white person than chinese i, I liked the writer's decision to make him passing white yeah as long as he you know he was aware and could you know yeah um which that leads into the whole the fact that lavelle was his father and you know the creepiness of this man just going in and impregnating women so he could have children so that he could raise them to be servants of the empire Empire. yeah 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 but in contrast in the poppy wars she did the exact opposite the writer did the exact opposite with the lead character yeah her otherness was clear yeah, and she was absolutely non-passing. She was, yeah. in, in fact, didn't didn't mesh in the exact opposite way in that she was very dark compared to the, her her cohorts. But yeah. um, 
So I, but I, I like think that, that contrast between the two books. And I think that lended to that sense of Robin being not, I don't like saying wishy-washy. I know he comes off as kind of wishy-washy, but his indecisiveness was clearly because he didn't know where he belonged. He wasn't ever given a personality of his own. His name isn't even his own name. It's a name he was forced to pick that he picked from books he loved. Well, and add to that, he did never he never had the experiences that the others had. The others yeah. overtly experienced racism against them. Yeah. He just was neglected by his father and hidden. You know, he didn't yeah. really even interact with anybody. One and so I know I've seen, you know, the big thing that people talk about is Letty in this book. And <laughs> apparently there are a number of white women who are offended with how Letty is portrayed. I am not. <laughs> I want to clarify. I was so at first I was like, I hope she actually follows through and and gets to because there are allies yeah in white society not every white person is white caucasian however you want to not everyone is is going to always fall back on being white there were people that stood on the lines you know at different times and i was kind of hoping it was going to go that way i was i was and then when it didn't, I was like, okay, it's all right. This the, this is the story that's being told. And I understood why she made the choices she made. Um, well, and, all and of I them think, had daddy issues. All of them. Yeah. Well, and and I think, I, I think we were seeing a spectrum. And Letty knew otherness, but she was still of the majority in her country. So she couldn't truly appreciate the otherness. And I can fully recognize as a white woman, do I experience otherness? Yes. Does that mean my level of otherness is the same as someone whose skin color is completely different than the majority? No, that is com- that is completely different. Um, so I could understand when the author made the choice that Letty's risks for self she she couldn't step away from what she wanted in order to help her friends. She didn't she they they oddly enough created her as other because she wasn't just enough like them. And so she never felt camaraderie to the point of wanting to commit to them because they didn't want to commit to her. Um so of course why I got to say why would she should she have supported them and not done what she did? A hundred percent. Why, when she has felt, you know, isolated from them? It's awful what I she did. Thought, I, I don't know how to word this. I thought the author, I, I, I don't think it needs, should be discussed. Because I think yeah. the author describes it very well when it's Letty's point of view and she's you know she's talking about what's happening to her um and you know but you know i'm a woman and i you know i had these difficulties so i don't understand why they can't just be grateful for what they've got um, yeah and i think i think it's it's 
hashed out really well within the book. And I think it should just be left at that. And if you, as a reader, get so caught up on that, that you can't um, disengage from your own situation, meaning your yeah. own whiteness, to recognize that um, there is a perspective being written. And it's, you know, like I said, I hoped it would be one perspective. And then when it wasn't, I accepted. What that, were you okay, hoping this, for? I was hoping she would be an advocate. I was hoping she would would choose to sacrifice herself and support them and sacrifice mm-hmm. her her opulence because she I mean she had money she had she traveled the world she'd seen a lot she was and I was hoping that that she had had enough experience in her life to be able to step out of her own needs and she wasn't and yeah um, well and and so she then, portrayed them hard well and that's so when I was thinking just now thinking about it and where I was trying to head with it but I got mind loopy um you then have Robin, who is the next closest passing individual. And when it came down to it, he decided death was better than actually advocating. Mm-hmm. He couldn't continue the fight. Um, and so I find it interesting that we have the whitest character not capable of doing the fight at all. The next white well, passing I, I character would, i wouldn't say she didn't do the fight i would say she chose the exact opposite side. She, chose she the exact opposite. that's what i meant by on it. pointed the gun and fired she yeah killed him um, not robin rammy but uh yeah but yeah that's that's what i meant i'm just not yeah. wording well then we have the the second the the character who can pass is white who wants to make the big show of it and when the big show doesn't gratify him the way he was expecting he doesn't know how to continue on. So he decides that death is easier than continuing to fight. We then have the character who probably has the most stable family and actually has the chance to like go home. Killed, just outright killed. <laughs> um, he, he didn't even he he wanted to, but he didn't even get the chance to. And then the person who had the most otherness thrust upon her in this situation. She made the choice to stay alive so she could keep trying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was impressive to see that range of reactions and how their upbringing, their identification, and their own internal feelings affected their choices. I thought it was brilliantly done. <laughs> I don't yep, know if you guys felt the same way. Yeah, no, I did. I like. What about you, Sarah? Um, Just say yes. <laughs> actually, you have no I mean, idea what was just said. No, I was I was actually listening. Um, I liked how you described Robin because it's like I couldn't quite put a finger on why he started bugging me towards the end. But it's when you said that like he couldn't, like he wasn't. How did you say it? When his grand show or whatever was yeah, his work, grandiose he just gave action. Up. Yeah. Decided, yeah, that pissed me off so much about his character. And again, I couldn't really figure out why, but the way you just worded it, I was like, oh, yeah, that was where it and, got me. And, and for him, he just, he didn't, the others had their second, their primary culture to fall back on. 
as a self-identity. He didn't have that. So when the identity he tried to make himself as a rebel didn't quite play out the way he wanted to, he just, he didn't know how. And it's, it's totally fair. When you're isolated from who you, who your people are, it can make it harder to know who you are. So it's kind of interesting because for him, whilst he took a lot of action, he did a lot of things, he didn't ever accept responsibility for his actions. When, no. when he was first at the tower, he was like trying and, and kind of failing, kind of succeeding, just kind of middle of the line. Then he meets his brother yeah. and his brother is the one that propels him forward. And then he gets taken off to Canton and then he kills his, his father. And um, again, it was more that his father pushed him into killing him because yeah. his father just wouldn't listen to what he had to say. And, and then we go on and he and well and even the cover up the his friends yeah they pushed him up. towards he covering was, up he he, he, he was he gonna did. give up and just yeah. oh he always wanted to do the grand gesture and go off into the sunset um not living he did the same thing um, with hermes when uh rami and victoire almost got caught he thought giving himself up and doing that grand thing was the he, he was trying to live out his adventure books because it was all he was ever raised on and yeah. he never succeeded yeah, well, and I mean, he never really left his house. He had yeah. his 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 nanny or whatever she was, the housekeeper. Housekeeper adored yeah. him, um, and that was all he had. He yeah. wasn't even allowed to interact with the visitors that came to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, he would, you know, eavesdrop on it all, and so he. he and then he had his tutors, but they weren't. Yeah, yeah, very much a sheltered academic kind of separated yeah. from reality in a lot of ways and how it works yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so let me think here i'm trying to think of what else is worth i mean there's so much to discuss i loved the the fact that the author okay one this author clearly took her education and was like let me show you how to use it (laughs) because by god she's quoting everything there's so many language uses there's etymology they're like history like i was like holy shit you are a smart human being um i was impressed just just hands down i had to say that i was impressed um i don't know if you guys were I was. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's the type of type of depth I like in a book. Yeah, you don't get that in young adult. That's for no, sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I enjoy young adult. It's an easy, fast read sometimes. But yeah. sometimes yeah. when you and, read and too much of it, it's no, like no, no, it's no, 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 all no. the same. Um, sorry, somebody flung their tail against my bedroom door, and now Ronan <laughs> thinks he has to take on the world. Um, no, I like I. I agree. There's nothing wrong with young adult. I I haven't found one I really like yet, Um, but (laughs) we might find one one of these days. Um, No, you like Hell Followed With Us. That was young adult. I don't remember. Which one is that one? That was the one where it's Apocalypse. The Apocalypse. Where he was turning into a monster. Yeah. The angels, monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. We we found you one. one young adult book. One okay um oh man i'm trying to think like all thoughts left my head and sarah's too busy playing her game so i'm listening i mean okay so you talked about talking yeah sorry we talked about letty we talked about yeah which i liked the way that she did letty because oh 
Oh, good. No, no, no. You're talking. No, Talk. Because. Oh, just because I feel like a lot of the times authors don't go that way and they give in to their like white audience and like, oh, and the white person helped them too. Um, and so like, I think it was the hate you give also had a similar character where it's like, they seem like an ally at first, but then it turns out that they're really not. And then they just make themselves the victims when, it turn, you know, when they get offended by it being pointed out how they still have privilege and whatnot. Um, but you guys didn't like bring up Professor Kraft at all, who I feel like is the opposite of Letty, because I believe wasn't so, she Caucasian? Yes, but give me just a second. I want to come back to that. Okay. But first, I want to say I loved the fact that at the very beginning of the book, Letty made me think of Hermione from Harry Potter and how she thought she was supposed to act like, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll advocate, we'll rally, we'll make bills. You know, like she she came off as very like know-it-all Hermione. And then she failed to understand how to execute. And I was like, oh, this is realistic. Like, you can't just be, you know, you can't magically get into government and suddenly you make all the changes. That's not. Authority doesn't necessarily always mean that you can make the changes. Um, I did like craft. Is craft was craft one of the Irish ones? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember her description. I just remember that she was the only female professor. Yeah. We got voices. So, yes, there was there was definitely one there's kathy who was one of the students who was in hermes but i thought craft was also irish or welsh um which one was craft why are we why are we pointing out she's the only professor who died okay so she's the one that stayed behind and i think she was white she was yes yes no she was she was she was the only one that actually went all the way to the end with them I liked when it came to that point when it when it was time for the professors to kind of sift through the the the, the sieve and and see how they were going to fall out. You know, you got one that was just he was going to blow up the world, and then yeah, the others was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, we probably didn't like this all along, so yeah, we'll yeah we'll, we'll side with the kids here. I I actually liked that a lot. But yes, I, I, so what I was going to say, and, and I could misremember this, I think Kraft was supposed to be from one of the not English parts of the United Kingdom um, or the Empire and was white, but a group that lightly had experienced suppression by the British government. Well, as Letty was called in English Rose, Letty was English. Um, And there is a history of Scottish, Irish, Welsh individuals being treated as if they are a person of color, even though they are white and there's no reason for it. They are still treated as if there are certain identifiers to their appearance that makes them lesser. Um, Red hair, really dark hair with really pale skin. Um, and so I think Kraft was supposed to be one of those people where it's, it's, while she didn't necessarily see the immediate effects of being other, she was aware enough that she was not truly a part of the system. And that's why she stayed with it. I don't think Letty ever truly realized she was not part of the system. And I think that's the difference between the two of them. 
I don't know that Letty even recognized that there was a system where. No, Letty didn't. Yeah. 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 Everyone was on the same playing field as far as she could understand. And so why couldn't they just, you know, and enjoy what they were given? Yeah. I want to see when craft was introduced. I think there was also an implication of possibly a neurodivergency to her. Um, because they talked about her lecturing, and I remember because I was like, oh, this is interesting, where she was very dry, very straightforward. She wasn't necessarily someone they enjoyed listening, lecturing to, but that she was... Well, he tried to suck up to her, and she just shot her down. Yeah. Um. So I also wouldn't be surprised if there's also, like, the otherness due to mentality, like, mentalness. Mentalness is not a word. Um. That further explained why Kraft was supportive of what they were trying to do as opposed to trying to save her own skin. So, but I did like the fact that she was still white and we, and that she stayed even though, um, I can't say his name. Chakravarti? Uh, Yeah. The other Jacob already did leave and he, he was also, uh, Indiana, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Um, so, you know, th- there is the fact that she did stay and, you know, was the only adult to recognize what these young adults were trying to do in life. I I like Chakravarti, though. I like that he did leave, like, at a point that he recognized that it was going against his principles when they were basically committing terrorism all over England, passively, yeah. but nevertheless... Like, he's like, you don't care who dies. This is all about spite at this point. And so I was like, he's not wrong. Uh, I thought it was, and I'm going to caveat this with, obviously, I am not Indian. Um, I thought it was an interesting reflection on how the Indian nation as a whole handled the British Empire in reality. Um. He felt like a great example of like that weird sense of still maintaining strong idea of heritage, still trying sometimes to work in the system, also recognizing where they could push back and where they needed to withhold and not just aiming for absolute destruction. Um, I mean, the obvious example being looking at how Gandhi handled things. However, I don't know that that's necessarily the greatest example. I think that's just the greatest example white people use. Um, But that sense of rebelling without just mass destruction in the process, I thought was great through him. So, yeah. (laughs) It's just silent. Makes me feel like I might be saying something the wrong way. Um, I agree. um, And I can't remember, was he supposed to be Hindu? I know Rami wasn't. Rami was Muslim. Yeah, Rami was Muslim. I don't know if he was Hindu or if someone just referred to him as being Hindu, like because they're just being racist and just assuming everyone was Hindu. Yeah. Um, Um, So obviously there was also then the caveat of of being from India and being Muslim being versus Hindu and how that affects how one would handle that cultural set association. Although we we only got a hint of what Rami was trying to do because he unfortunately died, which was gutting. Oh man, I was devastated. I, I honestly was like, maybe she'll point the gun at Robin. Then <laughs> <laughs> she killed Rami and I was like, oh. it, it was Rami's story all along. Yeah. No. 
Should have been. It would have been an interesting story. But that was the point. So. Yeah. You talk about um, being gutted. I was reading through to the end of the book. They're uh-huh. all making the great sacrifice. I'm engaged completely. I have tears. Aww. I love that they they all, you know, she's talking about how nobody failed. They all did they all did it, even though they all did they were gonna die. I'm 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 there and Rex walks in and starts showing me um D D books. I had like three pages to go and he just he killed my emotion. I was oh I was devastated. You were on an emotional like I devastation high. Like that that the epilogue, you know, where she's talking about and she's riding the horse and she's going in. Knock, knock, knock. I'm like Fuck me. Come in. Come in. <laughs> Come in. And then he goes, and this and, and what does he show me? He shows me a sprite. A sprite from D D. I'm like, really? You couldn't even have shown me, you know, a, a cool creature from D D. You you choose the sprite. But anyway, yeah, that was the ending for me. It was devastating because oh. I was really emotionally invested in that that big sacrifice at the end. Why did Kib stop reading? Because Everyone kept ruining her emotional highs. <laughs> yes. They keep knocking on my damn door. They come in all night. It just kills me. Anyway. Oh, it's my life. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had that emotional high ruined. <laughs> it was. <sighs> Meanwhile, I was trying to finish it last night at triple, triple and a half speed. <laughs> so that was going through and I'm like, these are facts. Yes. True. Quite. Correct, right? Yep, processing, 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 processing. And I got to the end and I went, oh, shit. Okay. Everybody's dead. I got it done. We'll move on to tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, so is there anything else that you guys want to discuss about this book? Because I have lost all thoughts. All thoughts are out the window. I had like like to eat dinner. Same. Um, Uh, I will say that um the one thing that i thought was not i don't want to say handled but like just not set up very well was the whole thing where she makes this point of having the professor show them that the one thing they can't do with the silver is tell it to translate right which they make he makes such a big deal out of it that it's like okay obviously this is going to be the ending climax and then it's the tower of babel right which falls in I don't know, is it a biblical story or something? Yes, it is. They said so, so it's in like, the book. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I couldn't remember if they said it was in the Bible or if they actually corrected it and said, oh, it's actually from something else. It, it, If I remember correctly, it's perceived to be a biblical story, but it actually has different origins. I'd have to find the actual page, but it's very okay. convoluted. But Yeah, so hence my uncertainty yeah. there. Um, so, like, that's, like, in the first 80 pages or 100 pages. And so you know that that's how it's going to end. And so part of this book that kind of just I got bored with was just being, like, knowing, just, like, waiting for the rest of the characters to get to that point. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think that was the moment the author didn't trust the audience to be smart enough. Because I think they could have just discussed the fact that there are certain pairs that you can't combine. And it wasn't necessary to demonstrate it and say the exact pair. And then be like, and yeah. it spreads to all the silver. So, you know, yeah. it'll contaminate it. So it really makes things terrible for the British Empire if this spread. Yeah. Wink, wink, wink. nudge. 
However, at the same time, I don't know that Robin would have figured it out by himself. I'll be honest. I don't know. He was always really good at regurgitation of information. So I don't know that he would have researched that conclusion on his own. Yeah, but had had it not been introduced in the beginning, the opposite would have been argued. Yeah. How did they miraculously come up Sleep. with this solution? Yeah. Had well, that's why I think they could have toned it down a, a little bit. A balance yes. in there somewhere. Like, yeah, toning it down a little bit so it's not quite as obvious that this is the big thing that is 100% yeah. going to happen. Or is it? No, it definitely yeah. is. Yeah. Um, no, so, I, I did think that too. I was like, oh, this is a really weird emphasis on this. Clearly, this is going to come back. And then I was like, you know what? Let's let's just go along for the journey and see what happens. See, that's what <laughs> but, I did. I didn't I didn't engage too overly much. I thought he was just teaching him, and and this is something that students often try. And so I'm telling you now, don't try. Um, but I agree with Amber in the sense that um, he would never have tried. Because he didn't ever step outside of the lines until he like murdered people. Um, he 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 was a weird. He regurgitated what he had experienced. Like he never thought to kill his father until he heard that Griffin killed Evie. So Robin never truly researched and experimented. He literally he was literally something that people pointed at people and said, "Don't do this. This is what'll happen." And he went, "Oh well, I'm feeling this way. Let's do it." it's not like he himself was doing the research and discovered these things it was very much everything was handed to him and victoire says it at the end she she points out that he was never his like there was never himself he was always an attachment or the knowledge of somebody else he was enacting griffin's anger he was fulfilling lavelle's desire in a student um even like i think the only thing that was like truly his and i just remembered this was his friendship with rami which at times i was wondering if for robin it was more than a friendship um oh i think it was almost blatantly said at the end you yeah. were going through it pretty fast but they they talked about how it was a a that first night when they were having dinner in the in the in the city and and or you know they had their picnic that that was <gasps> oh. I was saying I don't I don't think it was yeah. mutual I don't know if it was mutual oh, emotions no, I but I think that's mutual. when Robin fell in love. Um and I think that's the only thing that he had that was his. That wasn't dictated by something that he had read, by something he had been told that someone hadn't assumed about him. It was the only thing that he actually fell into himself. Yep. All on his own. Obviously with the exception being that Rami was part of the interaction, but Rami didn't ever come to him and say, I'm in love with you. Um, so those emotions were his own. Um, so yeah, he, he never, he never succeeded at like self-awareness. Tragic character. Yes. Very tragic character. And I suspect it's been a while since I've read them. I suspect there is probably some reflection of him in Robin Crusoe's stuff in, um, what else? Uh, those adventure style books where the main characters, if I remember correctly, are regularly young men or boys. And it is a series of things happening to them. Not so much that they have agency in those situations. Um, the other one I'm thinking of is like Treasure Island and stuff. Um, 
I don't know. Kim, do you remember those books? Am I remembering the function of them correctly? Um, I can't say that I've actually read them. Um, you didn't read the like the Swiss Family Robinson or um, Robin I watched the Crusoe? I read Swiss Family Robinson a long time ago. Couldn't tell you what happened. <laughs> don't ask me any questions. Yeah, I, I okay. don't. If I ever read them, I did it. The big one that he was Gulliver's Travels that he really yeah. fell into. And I've actually not read Gulliver's Travels. So I'm not ashamed to say uh, I, I, get, I get tired of Gulliver's Travels. It's one of the ones that's referenced in, in everything. And yeah, it, I was it, kind of rolling my eyes with Gulliver's Travels in this, but whatever. However, if I were, not that I would ever do this, if I were to want to indoctrinate someone into the white man savior mentality, that's the book I'd hand them. Because it very much is the white man coming into other societies and, like, yeah. taming them, for lack of better words. Um, so I can understand why he found fascination with that book. Um, I was never into the white savior books, so I... I, I wasn't either. I mean, okay, yeah. no, let me clarify. I was interested... In, not interested in the white savior books. I was interested in the... <laughs> Sarah just like <laughs> I was face. so interested in the white savior books they were my favorite because they were always saving everyone <laughs> uh, yeah, never what book I, I was gonna say I was fascinated by the English cultural perspective that was in the books from the 1800s however I always read them with a grain of salt being female and to not always be like, oh man, I wish a ma white man would come save me. <laughs> um, All right, let's let's wrap this up. The dogs are starting to drive me crazy. Okay. All right. So, do you guys want to do the overall rating, or do you want to break down the ratings? What do you? What's your guys' preference for this? We could do a breakdown. Okay. Uh, which I am going to be revamping that when we take our break. Just as a heads up, um, you'll be happy to know I've already had someone. Yes. Oh, cool. Right when After you your gigantic pick. Yoga. No. It's not that gigantic. Anyway, Anyways. Focus. Uh, I was going to tell you guys. I was going to tell you guys that we did have someone on TikTok suggest a category for us that I think you guys will love, which is. TikTok. I'm sorry. I love right. You have both gotten How? to the bathroom in all of this. I have not. Can we move forward? <laughs> how realistic a book is oh. meaning like having sex on tables after just eating or sex in carriages before. in the middle of a battle oh um, my god so that was a category someone suggested to us is can you do breaking points based off of that <laughs> so Happily. that will be included I know okay yes. so our first one is how exciting Kim how exciting did you find this book Four and a half. Okay. Sarah, how exciting did you find this book? 3.5. Okay. I give it... I give it a four. I don't know that exciting is the word I'd use for it, but it was interesting. Tears. I know, Kim. Tears. Okay. Uh, ease of reading, Sarah. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 4.5 because of those goddamn hidden asterisks that really annoyed me otherwise <laughs> you found it easy to read okay yeah, it was fine but um like i said not boring 
the content was very straightforward. Um, but yeah, those asterisks, hidden asterisks, should have been. See, more we obvious. really thought the word etymology would drive you nuts. Why? But just just the amount of it. Me and Kim were like, "Oh man, how much is Sarah gonna hate the that every other page there's breaking down what a word means and all the ways it means and stuff? That's gonna drive Sarah nuts. She's gonna think that she got it the first time and it didn't need to be repeated, but apparently not. So, no, that's what we get for assuming. <laughs> Kim constantly surprising us. Uh, what is it? Ease of reading five. Yes, it was easy to read. I give it a 4.5, but that's only because I had to get to the point where I was reading it at 3.5 speed and got a little hard. Okay. Emotional reaction, Kim? Well, obviously a 5, because I was in tears until my grandson walked in the room. Okay. Sarah? Uh, like a 4. I was mostly... Mostly? I was emotionally. No, I was mostly... And I am ambiguous. What the word? What was the word? Yeah, not ambivalent. Um, empathetic. Pretty much just kind of like meh for most of it. Um, except when Robin was annoying me and also the end did get to me because uh, I don't like mortality <laughs> and characters coming to terms with it shortly before dying. <laughs> Okay. I give it a 4.5. I I had characters I cared about. Things happened to those characters and I was not pleased, but like I got it and I continued to find other characters I cared about. Um, Until they too died because everyone (laughs) kept dying. Except Victoria and Letty, who I'm sure everyone was just hoping she lived. Yeah. Sarah, overall rating. Or as we already spoiled at the start of this. Yeah. Kim? Five. I give it a 4.75. Nice use of decimals. Yeah. I don't know why it doesn't get that full point twenty-five, but 4.75. So, any other final thoughts as I rush through this? Which, by the way, I have to turn around and edit this like right away. <laughs> this episode comes out. Any other final thoughts? Nope. Do we think there's going to be a follow-on book where Letty and Victoire face off? No, I don't think I so. I don't think it's necessary. I want it. I want Victoire to beat the shit out of her. If they survive to another book, that just means they're going to get killed off in some other way. <laughs> okay. On that note, Our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. 